0: Welcome back to Coffee Conversations and Badasses Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Hayes. We told you before, and now it's here. We're changing shit up. We're talking about masculinity, man shit, manhood, and all about badassery. And one of our guests today is a complete badass. Not only the love for guns, but the training that's required to come with gun ownership. Lee, introduce yourself, buddy.
1: Morning. My name is Lee. I own Barely Training Company. Uh, I owned a gun store for 10 years, Gunfighter Tactical, which is pretty well known in the
0: industry. And now I'm here doing this with you. Having a great day. Yeah, man. Dude, you're you're a Gunfighter Tactical, man. I love it. Yeah. You know, I bought uh, one of your guns and it uh, just works flawlessly, dude. I mean- Thank you. You know, well machined, machine, just, <laughs> you know, sending range, uh, rounds down range, man. I love it. Yeah. And not only that, but you're- uh, impeccable ability to Cerakote. <laughs> so I wish I would've brought it. It's, uh, it's American flag seracoded, but a little duress.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or distressed. Yeah. If you do just the American flag, it's a little bright. So you got to tone it down a little bit, but it looks killer that way.
0: Yeah. It was, it was pretty sick, man. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Cool. So what made you get in the gun industry in the first place? Oh, geez. Um,
1: so I worked at an internet company building websites like, cookie cutter websites, nothing. Uh, Like a GoDaddy
0: Yeah, drag drop. It's like a,
1: you sign up, they give you a website kind of thing, you know? Um, So I did that and I was talking to a buddy of mine there and I said, oh man, this isn't the right job for me. This is not what I want to do in life. And he said, okay, well, what do you want to do? I said, hmm, shoot guns and hang out with my friends. (laughs) And he's (laughs) like, okay. I was like, yeah, that's a dream. But so a few years later he calls me up and he's like, "Hey." You want to buy a gun store? I was like, yeah, done. And so we started the gun store. Me and Ryan started the gun store and that was the origins of it.
0: Dude, that's fucking sick. Yeah.
1: I mean, and you guys did. We did for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Every time I'd come in, it was, it was booming. Yeah. You know, you guys were great. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, how did we meet at, I think it was a San Diego County gun owners.
1: Probably. Yeah. Event. Yeah.
0: I think what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Cause we hosted a bunch of them when we had the shop.
0: That's what it was. They had a meeting there.
1: Yep. Yep. We hosted a lot of the meetings, some of the events. We had Larry Vickers out. We had uh, a couple different guest speakers there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty fucking wild, man. Yeah. It was new. I
1: mean, it's crazy to think about. Like, I, I owned that gun store for a quarter of my life. I was just thinking about that last night and I was like, dang. No shit. Yeah.
0: Well, so if you don't mind what happened, I mean, first of all, let's get the background. We're in California. Mm. Which uh, we're pretty close to being on the same grounds as Venezuela, <laughs> <laughs> pretty you close, know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think I think we're getting there. Yeah, um, you know, because with the person in office that has no fucking balls and wants to take our constitutional rights away. Yeah, we're we're heading there, it and we'll not- get more into what we're talking about constitutional <laughs> constitutional rights. Yeah, but California, man, how one. How difficult is it to own a gun shop in California?
1: Oh, God, man. There's so many regulations. We're regulated, i have talked about this before, regulated by the like federal government, state government, and the city government. We have to pay all three of them for licenses just to operate. Just to have a business that sells guns, we have to pay all three of those. No shit. Yep. Right off the bat.
0: Oh Wow. And they're not cheap, I, I imagine. No.
1: Uh, so they actually work in the order you'd least expect. The federal one's the cheapest. The city one's the most expensive. Really? Yeah. And especially in the city of San Diego, it's incredibly expensive.
0: So how do gun shops stay open here? I mean,
1: (laughs) you got to do well, (laughs) I guess.
0: Yeah, but you guys were doing well.
1: We were, yeah. So the reason why we shut down the original storefront is because our lease came up and they said, we don't want a gun store anymore. And we're like, okay, what does that mean? They're like, well, you can stay, but you have to pay double. We're like, man, we're on Miramar road on a great location. We're already paying a lot. We can't afford double. Are you kidding me? That's a, That's impossible. And
0: they're like, well, then get out. You got a month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So a liberal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, strip ball owner. Yep. Was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the logic, right? They're okay with it as long as they're getting paid well for
1: it. Yeah. 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 If you give me more money, my morals will be compromised
0: yeah yeah well, that's in the power of fucking right
1: yeah isn't that wild
0: uh no not in this day and age yeah uh, ten years ago I would have been like, whoa it like, will, what and maybe even a little bit longer
1: it's wild for me and you to think about money can compromise my morals but it's normal in society these days that that is a thing Well, but for you and me it's like no that's not a thing that's that's wild that's I would never dream of that but you get people like that they're just like yeah I, I have a moral problem with your business but if you pay more money i'll look the other way
0: that that is the attitude they have a hundred percent every we can almost go down the line and yeah be like oh hey you have a problem you're paying a thousand well if you pay me three i don't yeah yeah what what kind of fucking moral compass do you have you don't
1: the almighty dollar
0: the almighty dollar yeah. yep yep yeah. they're greedy Uh huh. they're greedy they yeah. want the attention yep uh and i'm not saying all of them You know, there's some liberals out there that are gun-abiding, law-abiding citizens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That are on the same page with us when it comes to gun ownership and gun rights. Yeah. Not everybody is against us. If they're on the left, doesn't mean they're all against us. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But there's a good... I I think it's probably more the far, far left.
1: Of course. Yeah, it's the the fringe, you know, the outsides.
0: Yeah. Well, the fucking culture, man. Yeah. It's so wild. Have you seen a change in the gun community and that culture with all of this stuff happening in the world today?
1: I mean, yes. It's, I see more of a change in the in the attitude towards the gun community. The gun community always is fluctuating. It's always changing. It's the tactics change, personalities change, styles change, guns change. It's always evolving. But the attitude towards it used to be just like, eh, it's not my business. I'm not worried about it. But now it's like people who have no business being worried about it are worried about it. And they're up in arms. Sorry, bad phrase of words. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. They're all upset because this thing over there that doesn't have anything to do with them exists. And then they get upset and go after it. It's like, wh- why does this bother you at all? Like, if I want to go to the shooting range and shoot, if I want to do training and tactics, why does that bother you at all? Well, I don't want you to do it because it's a gun. Okay. What
0: does that have to do with you at all? Well, I think it goes, it goes deeper. You know, they're like, oh, all these mass shootings. Yeah. You know, and they're looking at an object. Mm -hmm. If I take this cup and people choke on a daily basis on liquid, whatever the fucking case may be, on a plate, a chicken, whatever whatever it be, they're not blaming the plate. They're not blaming the chicken. Yeah. You know, same thing with the gun. The gun isn't the problem. No, not at all. The fucking person holding the gun. Like, if we start taking the people accountable for their actions and going deeper and saying, look, this isn't the gun. This is the person. That's who we have to really look at.
1: Okay, you're making way too much sense.
0: I I know, I know, I know. (laughs) It is. It's it's the logic that is defying all laws here in California. But, you know, I think- Gun manufacturers are the only ones that can be sued when somebody gets killed by a gun.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, McDonald's can't get sued if somebody is a fucking beast and has a heart attack.
1: Yep. You know? You blame the instrument for the action of the person. Yeah, that's beyond. is that wild? Yeah. It, and it's crazy too, because you think about it and you look at England, right? Who's outlawed guns for a long time and they have a mass knife problem.
0: But why? Are they going because of people,
1: knives? because of people, yeah, people were gonna do, do bad things. They're gonna do bad things. They're gonna use any instrument available to them.
0: Now, it, I might be wrong. You probably know more about this. Isn't like the second leading tool for homicides, like hammer?
1: Yeah, I think it was like baseball bat or ha- blunt objects. I think blunt objects yeah. is that what they called it? Yeah, it, which involves baseball bat, hammer, anything. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's hugely outweighs guns.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we're over here talking about the smallest.
1: And what's interesting too is, if I, if I remember correctly, they counted suicides, suicides with guns, because it's still a gun death.
0: Really? Yeah. So, oh shit. Yeah. Well that that's gonna off. Yeah. That's gonna throw everything off. I mean, in most, it, take out mass shootings. Cause yeah, because
1: people don't commit suicide with a hammer.
0: It, that would be
1: pretty. Pretty incredible, actually.
0: That would be. That
1: would. <laughs> to be able to pull that off would be pretty yeah. cool. I
0: mean, unless you took the- The claw. The claw and- well, like You'd you like, god a God on it or Like one good whack right in the temple. Yeah. You know, that might work. It might. You know, uh, don't go try that. You don't want to know. This isn't a dare. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, man, fucking gun laws, dude. California. Yeah. You know, uh, we were talking about this earlier about walking outside and being scared yep. as a uh, gun owners, which should not really be our reality mm-hmm. is we walk outside law abiding citizens. We pay our taxes. All we want to do is good for our community and we can possibly become, we believe a felon. We don't know at least a misdemeanor, right? but even with a misdemeanor, some of our gun rights will be yep. stripped
1: because I went through the legal steps to carry a gun in my state. I can become a, I can break the law by not even know it by rocking, walking into the wrong business. Right? So, you- un- 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 unknowingly, I accidentally walked into a place that maybe had a sign or didn't a, a sign in the window, and I didn't see it because you know people block my view, whatever. I walked in there, all of a sudden, I broke the law trying to be legal as possible. <clears throat> whereas the guy who just tucks it into his waistband with no concealed carry breaks the law every day and doesn't care in the world. But I'm I'm out there freaking out because oh, I'm trying to stay legal. I'm trying to not do the wrong thing. And I'm, I'm sweating bullets because I'm trying where the guy who doesn't care, who doesn't get a CCW and just carries
0: walks into any business he wants. Yeah. 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 Law bank citizens care about the laws. They're correct. You know, fucking criminals do not do not.
1: Yep. The definition.
0: Great. Of. Thank you for having a 10 round magazine ban. Yeah. You know, sweet. That law works fucking wonders, says nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the criminals are like, what, 10 rounds of what? I mean, I got a fucking 50, yeah. 100. I got a drum. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Yeah. The the gun laws only punish people trying to follow the laws. They do yeah. not punish criminals. Yeah. Like if a criminal does a criminal thing, you can tack on that. Correct. But the, the people that stress those laws out the most are the law-abiding citizens. Yeah, dude.
0: It's- I, I'm with you, man. Yeah. I, I'm scared to bring any any gun other than fucking handgun out. Yeah, you know, because I don't yeah. know, I don't know if I'm breaking the law. Yeah, you know, unless you stay really up to date. And it, now, the chances of us probably becoming or getting arrested for breaking that law, it might be slim. Correct. It might be slim. It might. But you're still risking it because you might run into that one law enforcement officer on the right day
1: mm-hmm. that
0: just came from a real fucking hot call or just had a real bad call. Somebody yep. being a real dick to him and, you know, last thing you want to do or a shooting or something. And then they, he runs into you yeah. and not even might, might not even be you, just might be the situation he's putting in or divorce or financial. Right. I mean, there's so many things could like affect we're humans yeah the, the decision he's going to make yeah you know or she mm-hmm. have no idea yep. you know that's what worries me most of them are cool yeah You know, no I agree I agree I've been stopped with truck full of guns and uh, you know did the right thing I didn't get fucking shot yeah you know yeah. so uh, did something right you know just told him like hey man I got truck full of guns hey, yeah, just shooting. so
1: you know I want you to be aware of this yeah. I'm not trying to hide anything from you but you know there's guns back here
0: yeah, He didn't even get to say what he was saying. He walked up, window down. I was like, hey, before you say anything, I just want to let you know we have guns in the car and uh, we're going shooting. Yep. And uh, he's like, oh, cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, And he's like, just keep your hands where I can see him. Yep. Roger that, man.
1: I got pulled over one time and I, I didn't have my wallet because I was driving to the gym, which was like a mile and a half from my house. Yeah. And I just forgot my wallet. Gym shorts. You know what mm-hmm. happens? <clears throat> so I got pulled over on the way home and the cop, he He's like, what's your driver's license number? I tell him. He goes back to his car and he comes back and he goes, do you have a CCW? I said, yes, sir, I do. He said, do you have a gun on you? I was like, no, sir, I do not. I don't have my wallet. I, don't, I literally have my shorts. That's it. <laughs> and, but he knew I had a CCW and he asked me for the gun. I said, I, I just don't have that. you know." So it was a very interesting conversation that he knew from running my background check with the in his computer that I did have a CCW.
0: So he it asked me flags about you. Mm-hmm. If you're a CCW holder, yep. Is that is yep. beyond wild?
1: Yeah. So he knew without me saying anything. I all I did. He came back and he said, "So your driver's license number is blah blah blah." And I said, "Yes." And he's like, "Yep, that's exactly what you gave me." And do you have your gun on you right now? And I said, uh, "No, I do not." And he's like, "Because I see your you have a permit to carry." I Said yes, I do. I, but I don't have the permit, and I don't have the gun. Granted, was I technically breaking the law by not having my ID with me? Yes, but it was a it was a simple mistake. I was in gym clothes, sweaty, coming back, and he he understood that, but he knew that I had a a permit.
0: Now I don't even know if it. I don't even know if you have to have your identification with you.
1: I think to drive,
0: you do have to have your driver's license with you. You do oh, okay. Well, I took a picture of my. Well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I already said most of it, but yeah, yeah, I was because same thing, man. Yeah. Like, don't be a fucking moron and take your wallet to the gym parking lot. Yeah. Because you have thieves out there that will break into your car and take your shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because they don't want to fucking work for it. Yeah. yeah or they're yeah. feeding a drug problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, hear that day in, day out.
1: And it, it, literally, this gym was maybe a mile, mile and a half.
0: What do you think would happen, man, if you did have a gun on you? And I mean, the right thing to do, you have a CCW, is when you get stopped, you tell them you have a CCW, you tell them you have a gun, Right. you give them the CCW license, Yep. you know? and Here's my
1: license and my Or CCW. permit
0: yep. and the license. Yep. You know, but honest mistakes happen, man. Like, yeah. you're not always forwardly thinking like, oh, I have to tell them about my CCW. Right. What do you think would have happened if you would have had a gun?
1: Uh, I mean, I would have been totally honest about it. I would have said, hey, officer, just so you know, I do have a permit to carry and my gun is here. Yeah. You know, my gun is here. My hands are here. Yeah. Right. Because I I want to say, officer, it's in my waistband. My keep my hands on the steering wheel. I want to let you know where it is. And I have a friend who did get pulled over, told them, I have a gun. I have a CCW. Here's my permit. Here's my license. He said, okay, keep your hands on the steering wheel. And he said, the officer said to him, without pointing the gun in in an unsafe direction, can you remove it from your waistband? Clear it and hand and show me the serial number, and he did. And I was like, "Wow, that's pretty wild." Well, I don't know. I, I don't know where they were pulled over because it might have been, you know, an awkward place to do that. But he did have to show it, him his gun.
0: Isn't that essentially illegal as far as part of the CCW? I know a law officer. Yeah,
1: is- see, that's that's different <clears throat> because they're they're checking on it. So yeah. he had the permit and it had to have be one of the guns there. So maybe this cop was one of the ones that wanted to get him if it wasn't one of the ones listed on his permit then there would have been a problem. you have been a
0: fucking hemmed up.
1: Yeah. Uh, in other states, you have a permit. You can carry whatever you want. In California, it's, well, it's, it's specifically San Diego, your permit has the guns you can carry listed. Right. And it, it only lists three. But if you want to carry nine, nine different guns, you get three permits with three guns on each permit.
0: So you have to buy three different permits? You don't buy
1: them. They'll give you them.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. But
1: you have to- you, no way! Yeah, I'm serious. So it Stop. lists the guns you can carry, where it's like I, I, I was so worried one time. What's ha- the
0: point of that? I have no idea. Well, I mean, we to know what the point your is check now. My gun, I guess. We, we know what the point is now. Yeah. Well, not only now, what happened when you become a CCW holder? What do you mean? Well, when you become a CCW holder, now your gun is registered.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, so that's what they did. Um, when I listed the guns, when I got my permit. Uh, they they wrote me a letter and I got it in the mail and said, one of these guns doesn't show listed in your name. And I was like, well, that's bizarre. And I was, I realized, oh, I did an interfamilial transfer. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. No. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, family. Do do? yeah family.
1: Yeah, out of state family. They can give you it, you register it online and it's totally legal. Yeah. And I did that. But when I did that, I happened to also apply for my permit at the same, like within a week. So I put it on there, although it was legally, it just hadn't gone through their system yet. So I got a letter in the mail saying like, hey, we don't show this gun. And then when I went in for my follow-up interview, they said, oh yeah, yeah, it shows up now. So it just had to wait for the computer system to log it all into me. Wow. But yes, so every gun that you put on that permit, they're going to do a check on that gun, make sure it's connected to your name.
0: And we're just, we're just talking about state. Mm-hmm. I, I had an issue with the FBI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like an FBI rolls up in my house and it uh, yeah. was nothing... Was nothing I did. Yeah. Wasn't had anything to do with gun ownership or being doing things illegally. It was about my son getting doxxed online. Mm. And uh, he was getting, I I was getting phone calls saying my son was going to die, blah, 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 blah. Jeez. I mean, this dude called in death threats. He tried to get my house swatted. Jeez. Oh, it was a fucking ordeal, man. Yeah, I bet. And this uh, blue haired fat fuck was in UK doing this shit, Manchester. Wow. And I couldn't do, couldn't, cannot do anything about it. Could not do anything about it. And the guy kept doing this shit.
1: Jeez, I can't even imagine being in another country. That's, yeah. Dude, yeah I see why the FBI is involved now.
0: Dude, he called in, he he hacked into my son's computer system at, at school, but it was like an old fucking third grade. <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, today everybody's going to die. I'm going to shoot the school up. Jeez. Yeah. Fucking crazy! Wow. Uh, had uh, he did that to the high school? Found out the high school he went to. Um, <laughs> called a bomb threat on the Walmart in the town I lived in, and Jeez. said if I don't if I don't get three brand new iPhones, uh, I'm gonna you know blow the fucking Walmart up. Then uh, not I, but well, he did it. He did that to me. Right. And then he called in the fire department at my house. He wow. called the police several times. Why? To like my just, house. Just because? Just yeah, he, he thought it was fun. He thought it was, he's yeah, trying to get somebody hurt.
1: Yeah, especially a dude in another country. Like you had no conversation, no connection, just, just it it, was, it to do it. So
0: what happened was my son was on a platform called Discord. So fucking parents take note. Uh, all these programs and these chat rooms that you can oh, get yeah. into, super dangerous, super dangerous. Moderate so they- Crap out of it, yeah. Oh, dude, it's- Wild. Yeah. He was in a chat room with this guy and goes, and this guy goes, if anybody leaves this chat room, I'm going to get you swatted is what he said. And then my son was like, Hey dude, I don't want any part of this. Can I leave? I just want to leave this room. Yeah. And the guy goes, yeah, I don't own you. And then that's when it started. Wow. So just because of that is how that fucking thing transcends. People are terrible. Terrible. I mean this, and I, 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 I have a picture of this motherfucker. I ha- I know kind of where he lives. Yeah. In a damn good, pretty good location where I think he lives. Jeez, man. And uh, finally, I-, I told the FBI, I was like, look, dude. And I kept calling him. Every time something happened, call him. And I made a record. I'm like, look, are you guys going to do anything about this? And he's like, well, nobody's getting hurt. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, what happens no. if that one time shit slips through the fucking system and they come and swap my house or somebody else's house. Yeah, you think we're the only person he's doing this to? Well, not only that, but isn't that typical
1: cyberbullying? What if your son took it all <clears throat> internally and, and tried did to something so about it? it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and now, oh, nobody's getting hurt. Oh, well, he went. Oh, he went through. Is, uh, this is getting hurt. I
0: guarantee you that. Oh, he went through a. Uh, he went through depression because of it. Oh, yeah. Traumatic. Hundred I mean, percent traumatic. It was crazy. So then he also. So he also called. Uh, some kids, he ordered 30 pizzas from a, not my credit card, but just ordered 30 pizzas in my name, gave him my address and delivered it to some kid in Chicago with a note saying, I'll see you in the afterlife after you kill yourself. Jeez. Some kid. And I get a call from a detective in Chicago. Wow. You know, it fucking wild. And yeah. I, so finally I just told him, I was like, look, you guys can't do anything about it. Sweet. I get it. Uh, you know just give uh, give a little bit of information so somebody can do something about it yeah Uh, and then they stopped they finally stopped jeez they finally I think they went there and said hey scared the shit out of them but yeah man this fat fuck blued haired wow. piece of shit
1: uh, at 17 I, you know what's crazy I've always said this the most dangerous thing on the entire planet is the human mind oh 100% uh, hands down about everything that's ever been done that's bad was created in a mind somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So the most dangerous thing on the planet is the human mind.
0: Yeah, somebody bizarre, thought it's, of
1: it. It's terrifying. Yeah.
0: Fucking wild, man. Yeah. So it, that's it. So where I was going with this story, the sheriff called and asked if I had any guns. And I told him that's none of your fucking business. Yeah. Like how is, okay. I I told him that's none of your fucking business. Yeah, absolutely. FBI comes to my house, interviews my son. At the end of the interview, the two agents ask, why don't you disclose that you have firearms? I go, why do I have to disclose that I have firearms? I go, one, you guys already know I do. Yeah. He goes, yeah, that's right. We know each firearm that you own. Yeah. So I go, why do I have to disclose it? You already know it. Yeah. I go not only that, but we're getting doxxed. I don't know who's a fucking on the other end of this phone. Yeah, you think it, you think I know it's a sheriff? You know because he spouts some fucking numbers. Yeah, not a chance in the world, dude. Yeah, and yeah, he kind of not only that
1: you weren't under oath, like you you didn't you had
0: no obligation <clears throat> to say anything, zero. Yeah, zero obligation. Yeah, it's
1: it's so fucking wild. on the same. Not to change the subject, but on the same ticket, I took my kids to uh, get a checkup at the doctor. And one of the questions is like, you know, are they are they healthy or are they eating right? Are they blah, blah, blah? Is there guns in the house? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, how is that relevant to their medical health? It's, it's not. not. That's the answer. It's not.
0: What did you it, now? Now I'm curious. How? Yeah. Like, I pay more fucking attention to the fucking forms, man. No, it wasn't on forms. She she asked me.
1: Oh she verbally asked me. She was oh. going down the list and like, oh, are they eating right? Are they doing this? And you know, just meant kid health checkup. And then one of the questions that they asked me out loud was, "Is there guns in the house? Is there wow. firearms in the house?" And I was like, oh, "How is that relevant?" That's what I said. I go, "That's nothing to do with their health." And she's like, "I know. It's just a question that I have to ask." And I'm like, "No, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No. There should be a third. You know, I'm not. I'm not answering. Yeah, you
1: know, you but just I, I we'll just, just
0: tell them. Just be like, well, I'm I'm non-binary. Yeah, you know, I'm non-binary yeah. with guns.
1: Yeah." And I, you know. I, I didn't answer, but I was just like, I don't see how that is relevant at all.
0: There is nothing. There's nothing relevant. No, not at all. You know, if, if they're going in, you know, in for mental health,
1: yeah, that's different.
0: That could be relevant. Yeah, that is a relevant. But question. my
1: six year old son, who's just there for literally a physical checkup, nothing to do with it.
0: How important is it today for for us as men to take our kids and either train them on how to use guns? Or get them training.
1: Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's what's gone away in the era that we grew up in. So the era we grew up in, I grew up, uh, guess what? I knew where my dad's home defense gun was all the time. Okay. Surprise, it wasn't locked. <coughs>
0: you mean it wasn't a safe?
1: It wasn't locked. No shit. Yeah, and I knew where it was. And guess what I didn't do with it?
0: Yeah, you didn't fucking play with it. You nope. didn't shoot somebody else. Nope. You didn't shoot yourself.
1: Nope. Guess what else Else I knew? I knew where the kitchen knives were. I knew where his wrenches were. I knew where the screwdrivers were, but it was just my dad's stuff. It wasn't a mystery. It wasn't exciting. It was, I'd rather play video games or watch cartoons or play GI Joes. You know, yeah. I, I grew up like that. And my dad always said, if you want to see my guns, just say so. And I'll we'll get them out and I'll show you. We'll go through it. You want to go shooting? Let's go. Absolutely. No problem. And so I've raised my kids the same exact way. My son is eight now. My daughter is four. Both of them own their own first gun, and both of them have been shooting.
0: Yeah, that's that's my, great.
1: My son shot his first gun when he was four. It's a little tiny uh, 22 AR that I built him. You know, uh, it's, it's probably my most expensive one because I put a lot of time and energy in it. But I have a picture of him. He was four years old shooting a gun on my my parents' property in Colorado. Wow. And guess what? Sometimes he'll come to me and be like, hey, Pops, can we go shooting? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah. And guess what he doesn't do? Hey, Pops, can I see that gun so I can run outside and shoot up the, the city? Yeah. No, he doesn't. So he'll he, play Call just, of Duty? Yeah. It's just like, hey, Pops, can we use a wrench to tighten this part on my toy? Same exact thing. Because I took the mystery out of it, I gave it to him, and I exposed him to it. And now he knows, and I've taught him safety. I've taught him respect, you know, for the gun and what it can do. And I, I've ever been... I've built this stuff into the normal life of we, we live.
0: Well, that's so. that's what we're missing. Yeah. A lot of men are missing it. They think in gun ownership, and we're going to get into some, um, into some details about gun ownership here, yeah. but gun ownership comes with a certain amount of responsibility,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's training your next generation. Yeah. It's give them that knowledge that you have, because if you don't give them that knowledge- they're going to lose it. It's yep. lost.
1: Well, not yeah. only are they going to lose it, but they're going to be so curious about it because it's there and you won't let them see it. If you, yeah. if you block it from them, they're curious and then they're going to go play with it on their own because they yeah. don't know what it is.
0: And they don't know the, the
1: rules on yeah. how to handle it. When, when you hide Christmas presents, they want to go find them, right? <laughs> right? And they want to open the box and play with it and figure it out. But when you just have it out on the shelf and say, you can have this in a week at Christmas, but they see it, they're going to go, okay, I, I see what that is and I'll have it in a week. You know, it takes the mystery of I need to go find it out
0: yeah. of it. Yeah. I love fucking Christmas, man. I do too. I'm fucking hiding shit from them. And they're yeah. like, what are we getting? I'm like, i I wait till the last day now to put the presents out. Like, oh, it, yeah. Trees fucking bare. Yeah. There's not one present unless they put it underneath it for me. <laughs> and it's bare. And they're like, are we getting any presents? It's like, ah, I think this year we're just not going to no. do it. So you know, so when they wake up, there's like, that's you know, awesome. But, but I also simplified Christmas. A fucking, something they want, something they need, something educational, and then yeah. Santa gift. Yep. You know, and sure. I have to say this, whoever made Elf on the Shelf, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I man. don't have one. Dude. Yeah. Kick that fucking guy out your damn window if he ever shows up. Yeah. You know, make sure your kids don't find him. Be like, oh yeah, he's here visiting. He's kind of like a turd. He'll go away when you flush it. <laughs> and we're getting rid of him early because he, whoever made that, was one, a fucking genius, but also I fucking hate him. Have
1: you seen they even sell like clothes for it now and
0: stuff Oh like yeah, that? I do. I fucking own it now.
1: <laughs> like I fully
0: agree. So I moved and I threw that son of a bitch away last year. Nice. You know, I was like, ah, my kids, you know, he's nine. So, and I'm trying to harvest that innocence of still believing in Santa Claus. He's getting that he's teetering that. I think he knows, yeah. but he's playing the game. Um, And so I tossed off on the shelf. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. We don't need this guy anymore. You know, what are going to say? He went to North Pole <laughs> and he always comes after the trees put up and fucking put the tree up, put the decorations. First damn thing he said, where's Elf? Where's Elf on this shelf? <laughs> or, or, or he's like, when's the Elf going to show up? I was like,
1: fuck. Uh, nope.
0: So, uh, ran around San Diego and uh, uh, the one we had was white and the one we have now is either Mexican or black. I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, but he's definitely tanner skin. Uh, so I, uh, had to come up with now another fucking lie. Like Santa isn't enough and say, yeah, you know, when they go back to North Pole, they take a vacation too. (laughs) And it looks like he went to Belize, man. So Darkened up a bit. (laughs) Yeah. He darkened up. He got a tan. So, uh, yeah. And he laughed and
1: we, we don't, we don't even do Santa gifts. We We don't in our house. We kind of, we've never had the Santa like presents. It's like Santa's a thing. Yes. But we have like, we'll come up with things that are pertain to what they got as a name. So like, let's say you like a football team. Well, the gift for you will be from a player on the football team. It won't say from Lee. It'll say, you know, from John Elway to my dad who loves the Broncos. Oh, that's So just cool. just for fun, you know, cause we yeah. don't really do the Santa thing, but if you look at the tags on all the gifts, they're from someone fun in general. And then the Santa ones, we never have like a Santa because you know what? I'm taking credit for those. Those are the best gifts under the tree. And I did yeah. that. Yeah. I don't need some mythical guy taking credit for the coolest gifts my son got or my daughter got.
0: Yeah, if you've seen Violent Santa, he's an alcoholic.
1: Yeah, yeah. We did just watched you, that, yeah. Did you? Yeah.
0: Yeah, fucking guy. Yeah. That was funny.
1: It's a pretty wild movie, but...
0: It, it was, yeah. you know? Um, well, after the break, man, okay. we're going to get into more about tactical training. Cool. And some more politics and shit like that. Let's do it. And uh, how men become fucking men again.
1: <laughs> um, Imagine
0: that. Yep, yeah, right? Yep. But we're going to head to a break, but we couldn't have done this without red, white, and badass brew, man. And one of these things is no luck's fucking given. And if you think I made this name by fucking luck, I didn't. (laughs) This means no luck's fucking given. This means Mm -hmm. luck is created by taking opportunities that are in front of you. And that's what you've got to do. Take the fucking day by the balls, look at the opportunities in front of you, and say, it was not fucking luck because I created some of the luck that is coming my way by stepping it up and have the statistical fortitude to do what you say you're going to fucking do. If you're a business owner, get your shit done. If you're an employee, be the fucking rock star. So no luck's given, man. Irish cream, pretty badass coffee. Uh, we'll be back. Hey, Cab Badasses, our Patreon is live and accepting memberships right now. And for only $3 a month, you get some cool benefits with it. Chance to win Red, White, and Badass Brews coffee every month and exclusive content, just to name a few. So go to the link, go to our Patreon account, and become a Cab Badass member. Welcome back from the break. And if you haven't heard of Go Man Go Productions, you should definitely go check them out on their website because they are badass at what they do. Podcast, video, pictures, anything production related. Go Man Go Productions. Go hit up Tony, man. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He's a great guy too. Also, we're talking about some heavy shit coming up this year, and on the podcast that might get us banned. So everything that we're doing is on our Patreon account. If you like it and you want to support us, go head over there. It's cheap, three bucks a month, and you get some fantastic exclusive stuff with it and a chance to win some badass coffee when we hit a certain subscriber membership. So go check us out. Dude, what is the biggest misconception when it comes to One, owning a firearm, and two, firearm training.
1: Jeez, uh, owning a firearm, it's everything. Everyone just thinks you can own a firearm and you know what to do with it. I think that's the biggest one. Uh, I know people, I know plenty, I mean, so I owned a gun shop during COVID. So you got to imagine I sold guns to people who had no idea. What they were doing. And I would at the time I didn't have a training company. I would hand them other companies flyers and be like, please go take a class. Please, 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 please. With this gun, I'll call them. I know them personally. I'll call them. I'll tell them you're coming. (laughs) You know? So that I think that's the big misconception. If I have a gun, I know how to use it. I'm good. Like, oh, I bought a gun, I'm safe.
0: No, no. No, you can play Call of Duty. Yeah. You can watch Die Hard as many times as you fucking want. Mm -hmm. You know, or some special forces movie. Yeah. You're not them. Yeah. You know how they got that way?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Training, training, training. Yeah. Somebody didn't show up in the military and said, Yep. Hey, you shoot once, you're good to go, man. Go, yeah. go, go kill it, man. Yeah. No. Here's your gun, get on the boat. No. Thousands of hours of training. Yeah. It becomes to become an expert.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: You know, and that's what you really need when you become, when I, so somebody changed my mind. I, I was thinking, you know, it'd be a good law if somebody buys a gun, you get training. <clears throat> he goes, Yeah, I agree. But I really, really disagree with you, and uh, here's why: because in California, what they'll do is say, "Hey, you, you, when you buy a car, when you buy a firearm, you have to go get training with that firearm each and every time." And then they're going to make it where some dude up in Northern California, six hour, six hours away from civilization, who doesn't have a phone or email, mm-hmm. only takes rent and correspondence. That's the only dude that's going to be able to train people. And he only takes six people a year.
1: Yep. Because if they control that, they control the training and then they can set the parameters on the training, which is what we're getting into with the CCWs.
0: That's it. You're hundred percent fucking correct, man. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Damn, dude. Mm -hmm. You have just blown my mind up. So it's up to us, responsible going owners and uh, law-abiding citizens, man. Go get training, dude. Don't think you know everything about it. And there's nothing embarrassing being vulnerable as a man or a woman going and getting training. Matter of fact, that's what responsible mature people do. And I'm not saying I'm a mature, but that's a responsible thing to do. Go get training. Even if you're in the military, it still doesn't hurt to keep the education going because firearms and training and shooting is a lot like riding a bike, right? You get a little rusty. Yeah. You know, you need to get recalibrated and right back into it.
1: You know how to do it, but man, there's some stuff that you need to work on.
0: Right. Because you forget.
1: Yeah. You forget some
0: of the steps and the process and exactly how to do it. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been guilty of that myself. You know,
1: And then a huge misconception about the training and why I think a lot of people don't want to do the training is because they think it's all going to be drill instructors barking at them. People, you know, that are elitist military type guys going da, 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 da. well it's that's not true man like uh, i mean my company's slogan is have fun train hard but number one have fun we i said that first on purpose right have fun right. train hard because it's it's a misconception that needs to be so militant and hard and struggle it can be fun i love it it's fun for me Let, let's make it fun for you let's do fun stuff but let's get some real good training in as well
0: Well, that's I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like you know, you don't have to be this, just yeah, you know, overbearing type of person yelling. You know, and I don't know other than the military, I don't think there was any training that I've gone through that they yelled at me. Yeah, you know, that I can remember.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not even the yelling; it's just the mindset, right? Yeah, it's the mindset of like, I'm I'm teaching a class of a family right? A mother, two kids, maybe the father, maybe a son. I don't know. Let's say a family. I don't show up in a plate carrier and cry pants and expect to have a good time, right? Right. I mean, maybe we will. Yes. But realistically, I'm going to show up in a t-shirt or a polo shirt being professional and teach you how to use the gun. That's all we need. We don't need this persona or this ideology of, look at that guy. He's tactical. He must know what he's doing. Not at all. Like I wear t-shirts 95% of the time. Sometimes I wear a flannel, right? But that doesn't mean I don't know how to do an exit of a vehicle and under fire during distress, right? It no, doesn't no. mean I know how to don't know how to put on nods and run my gun. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that, right? But I can teach all that and just have a common place where you and I can push your elevation as far as mindset and physical abilities on the
0: gun. That's, that's it. It's, it's yeah. key is mindset, mm-hmm. you know, being open, being vulnerable, listen to direction, Yep, you know? And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of guys in general, I don't think the women have a problem with this. I think the women are more apt to go get training yeah. than men because and he, men have this ego. Exactly.
1: Nailed it right on the head. So it's easier to teach a woman to do shooting because she'll just listen to you. She'll just say, hey, put your arms a certain way because the reaction of the weapon is going to come back. Blah, blah, blah. She'll go, okay. You tell a guy and he goes, well, that doesn't look cool.
0: No, but is it is Oh, come on. It, I swear. We can do better
1: than that. No, it's true. Fuck. Because guys want to look cool while they're doing it. A woman will just do it. Do it the correct way the first time. Where a lot of times with guys, you got to pull out that ego and pull out the look cool and just say, just do it right the first time and
0: we'll, we'll be good. Yeah. You know? And it'll look cool too. Uh-huh.
1: You yeah. know what looks super
0: cool? <laughs> doing it right.
1: Doing it right. Doing when, it right. When I'm watching a movie and I see a gun guy and I'm like, nope. Don't look cool, because yeah. I know you're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and gun people know. Yeah, you know they'll look at it, like, come on, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you know, like, so you're not yeah. fake anybody, but some chick who doesn't know. Yeah, you know, yeah. but oh man. So I, that,
1: that, I think that's the big, biggest mix, misconception about training is it can but, it can be fun and it, let's put it this way: you're not going to college to learn how to use a gun. You paid me to teach you something, right? Yep. So I don't need to stand up here and lecture and bore you to death because I need you to pass the test in two months. I want to teach you the knowledge that you want to learn, right? So I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to present to you as an individual teaching you on your level.
0: And we'll go from there. One of the things I this has happened at several gun shops is, you know, going in there. Uh, I mean, I like to look at cool shit that I probably can't fucking buy because it's yeah. not law enforcement. Yeah. Um, but, you know, guys will go in there and they'll get a vest and... All this shit and I'm I'm looking at them. I'm like, okay, you know, like cool. Like maybe one day you'll you'll need it. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm always curious, like, oh, what are you gonna buy that for? Oh man, you know, in case something happens, you know, like, yeah. oh, like what do you mean? Oh, somebody breaks in, I was like, fuck me. Yeah. Like, dude, you must be quick. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean? You gotta throw a whole fucking kit <laughs> on. Sleep in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then engage the uh yeah. that threat. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know, I need to know who's training you because that that's pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions with another one. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh you know people buying all this fucking gear yeah. for apocalypse or uh or civil unrest which that might be the most realistic.
1: Yeah, so let's break it down on real statistics.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: What are you most likely to be wearing if you get in a in in some type of firearms engagement? Uh, well, <laughs> honestly, you might know
0: I might be fucking
1: naked. I, I think, yeah, exactly. That's where you're at. Chonies, right? Yeah. Or street clothes. Yeah. those. those are the, yeah, yeah, realistically, yeah. those are the two, two common yep. statistically uh, of clothing of firearms engagement. You're never going to be out with your battle belt, your plate carrier, and your helmet, and all of a sudden be in a gunfight. Yeah. Unless you're in the military. Of course, that's 100%. That's different, right? Right. Do we all love to train that way? Yeah, it's fun. Why yeah. not? But realistically- reality dictates you will not
0: be like that. And it's good to train like that. A hundred percent. If you have a piece of equipment, you always need to train with it.
1: Right. You need to know how to use it. Yes. But you also need to know how to not use it.
0: Correct. And we're most likely going to get robbed,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, or Mm -hmm. uh, either in our house or on the street. Yep. Uh, Yep. And like you said, the street clothes, street clothes come into play, robbed, you know, fuck, I'm not wearing a gun belt naked, Nope. you know, nope. and uh, state of California. You have to keep it locked in a safe. Yep. And I think that used to be with kids in the house, but I think it's now no matter what, right? Yeah. I think if you own a firearm, it has to be locked in a safe, right? Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Um, so it's a felony if someone takes your gun and does something bad with it because you didn't lock it. <clears throat> but, but to go back to that <clears throat> point is- that's, what, that's one of the biggest lacking training divisions I've seen, and that's what I'm uh, trying to lean people towards is street clothes in a gunfight, because that's statistically when it's most likely going to happen. Right. So a lot of the classes we're going to do is vehicle classes, or this is an example, a vehicle class with a CCW setup, not a vehicle class with nods, a helmet, plate carrier, a full-on AR, vehicle class with your CCW gun. What happens in that situation? We've seen plenty of video where hijackers will come with a gun and you are just sitting there, right? You're not sitting there with your AR like in the military and got them. You know, you're sitting there. Oh God, I'm in jeans and a t-shirt and I have a small gun. So what we're going to do is we're going to, part of what we're going to do is we're going to emphasize the normal day use. So we're going to emphasize carry suppositions. We're going to normalize the use of the gun. as a. Don't get me wrong. We're going to escalate training so we can still do nods classes. We can still do, super high-speed stuff where we're going to be moving around doing all that stuff. But I've seen a huge lack of the normal use of the gun in
0: training. Well, you have to get familiar with that gun. Exactly. And each gun has different characteristics. Right. You know, so each gun is requiring you to get comfortable with that gun and know that gun Mm -hmm. very intimately.
1: Yep. So it would be effective. if, If you shoot every single class you have with a, let's say, Glock 17 red dot, Compensated extendo mag, right? But you carry a shield with seven rounds. When you pull that shield that one time, you actually really do need it. How foreign is it going to feel in your hand if every time you shot that super high speed gun in an outside the waistband Safari Land speed holster as opposed to pulling it from your
0: waistband? You won't even know you, you won't even know what it gun. You'll still holding. have the
1: skill, but yep. it'll feel so but, foreign to you.
0: But your training and mm-hmm. it goes important to know your gun and train with your gun. Especially if you're carrying CCW, that should probably be the most gun that you're training with or the most guns that you're training with is the ones that you're going to be carrying CCW on a regular basis. Absolutely. Because if you have that high speed one and you go to pull out that shield that you don't train with, what's the first thing you're looking for? Yeah. Probably that red dot, right?
1: Uh huh. And know know your variety. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's super important, man.
1: So I know red dots are the future. I understand that 100%. But my carry gun does not have a red dot on it. Why not? Because I'm not very smart. What do you mean? So if I pull that gun, my instinct is to come out, look for the red dot. If that red dot's not on for any reason whatsoever, what's my first thought process?
0: Now you have to re… Yep. What's going
1: on? Why isn't this working? Because yep. I'm not a smart person. I'm not going to, I can tell you, unless you train with it off, you pull that gun, you look for the red dot. It's not there. If we'll go to my iron sights, boom.
0: So your advice would not to be carry, have your CCW with
1: a red it's dot. It's not my, it's not my advice. It's my personal opinion. Okay. So if you want to carry the red dot, go for it. I know people with bad eyes and they need the red dot. hundred percent. Get it. I get it and I, I have a lot of guns with red dots on them. Sure. My, my, I know my thought process is not fast enough to go the red dots off, it doesn't matter, put them in the screen or use the iron sights, ready, go, boom. My well, my thought process isn't that fast.
0: Well, no, but you're adding a level of... Failure. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's that, that's probably my biggest point point of contention is yeah. like, fuck, you know, I don't have any red dots on my guns. Yeah. You know, just because of like, man, if I get used to this fucking gun, I'm automatically going to go for that red dot, mm-hmm. you know? And know it's wrong. not there.
1: Red dots are a thing. I, I have plenty of guns with red dots on them. Yep. I train with them. I teach classes on them, all that. But for me, my my brain power does not compute that fast. My brain power says, look for the iron sights, front sight, boom, got
0: yep. it. Nice, dude. So what about, that- so the, you say the red dots are the kind of the wave of the future. You know, how not even
1: the wave of the future, the wave of now. The wave it's of not, now. It's not even coming. It's here. It's here. It's, it's here. here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I should probably get one. Yeah. I mean, just uh just to fuck around to find out.
1: They're fun, man. Like I'll yeah. tell you, it, your follow-up shots for me personally are much faster. But I, it's, it's an interesting thing because I've raced people, like him on the red dot, me on irons. My initial shot is faster because I'm so used to the iron. Yeah. Where his follow-up shots were faster. Gotcha. So it was interesting to see the dichotomy there of, you know, I've been training initial iron sights my whole life. So that was an easy thing for me to where the red dot, you kind of have to manipulate your space a little bit and think and look for the sight Where I mean, a red uh, iron sight, you just go.
0: How how long does it take to get to, to get good at going from iron sights to red dot?
1: Not long. Not long? You, you, You have to train on it though. Because a lot, what a lot of people do is they bring the gun up and they look for the red dot as opposed to bringing the gun up to where they should and the red dot will be there. So the difference in that. So the difference is you pull your gun, you look for the red dot and you're doing this. Yep. What we call fishing, right? So they're doing this and they're tilting and trying to find the red dot because they're looking for the red dot. They're trying to find the red dot. But if, if I go, that's my point, of aim, my point of aim, I pull it and I push to my natural yep. point of aim, the red dot will already be there. So the best way to use a red dot is to pretend there's no red dot interesting go back to your fundamentals and just push out get cool. on target and, it'll and be the there. red dot Pop. will be there yeah yeah and there you go
0: i'm gonna have to get a red dot yeah
1: yeah yeah,
0: you do. yeah I, I am i'm gonna have to do it now
1: oh yeah okay. you I know a guy
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's now it's like all right it does sound fun i've kind yes. of been teetering on it but yeah i just definitely got to you know i kind of un i don't molest my guns yeah you know i see so I, yes. I
1: i have two worlds right i have beautiful guns that I, that I call my TV guns. I just yeah. sit there and watch, I hold them in my lap as I watch TV. I'm just like, it's so pretty, it's so pretty. But then I have guns that I'm gonna get out and train. And Like I have a gun, a Glock that has a huge gouge in the side of it. And it's from me having the gun holstered and getting down on the dirt and rolling around with my rifle and rocks just gouging the side of it. So yeah. the right side of it, because that's the exposed side yeah. on my holster, just has all these rock gouges and everything. The other side's all pristine. And I go, you know what? It's a Glock, who cares? That's what they're there for.
0: Well, that's that's exactly. I mean, the point. People want these to look perfect. I yeah. now, well, I'd probably get down the ground and fucking scratch up my, uh, you know, AR pistol. Probably not.
1: Right. Unless the time really called for it. Right. You have you have different guns for different. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Right? I
0: got one. I don't mind beat the shit out of. Right. You know? it's, it's
1: the same concept. I don't take a 10 and a half inch AR to go do a long distance course. <laughs> it's right, the same yeah. same thing. I don't. I have some guns that are like beautiful work. Even though that
0: still would be, try to be fun to try to do. Oh, it will be
1: fun, don't get me wrong, but yeah. you're not going to accomplish the goal. You're not going to no. shoot a mile with no. a 10 and a half inch, no. six, right? It's no, just, no, no. you have no. to have the right tool for the job. But I also have guns that I, when I holster it, I shoot it and I put it back in the holster and then I put it in its case and it goes home and goes to sleep in the safe. But then I have guns that I put in the holster. I get down on the ground, roll around and I pull it out and dirt falls out of the holster and I still use the gun and it works. <laughs> so you got to have the right tool for the right thing.
0: Dude. And the kind of goes are the, the culture, you know. The, I, I think I'm hoping we're seeing an incline in gun ownership.
1: Oh yeah. Massive. Are we? Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, but we're really in a cultural war right now mm-hmm. with how and I mean, all around, like if, if you think a cultural war, it whatever you whatever comes to mind, we're probably in it. Oh yeah. Whether it's yeah. men versus women, mm-hmm. you know, uh uh Fuck, black versus white. Yeah. Um, you know, racial wars, yeah. fucking back again, man, which is nuts. And we're seeing more and more violence. Yeah. And got a video. Uh, tell you, you put that video up. Yeah. Yeah. I, want, I want
1: to have so you watch this video. A, lo- a lot of the stuff we're seeing now is people who didn't need to own or didn't
0: want to own guns, but they turned on the news and, and now yeah. they change their mind. Yeah. This yeah. actually has, it doesn't even have to do with guns. Yeah. I I it's a, it, it was I came across this on fucking X, formerly known as Twitter, which I'm terrible at. Yeah. And I like it.
1: I, I loved but, it when it used to link and you could update it, all of them. And now you have to specifically go to Twitter. It's like, I can't do this.
0: Yeah, but that's, I think most of them are that way. Yeah. Like there's a couple like, now watch this. This guy's a, he's a rapper, the hood therapist. That's. That's pretty fucking funny. But this guy, when I saw.
1: You know what Am they I just. Seeing what I'm seeing? What would what, you think you saw? So he invites her up on the stage and then says, get her.
0: Yeah, that chick got her ass fucking kicked. Yeah,
1: that, that's what I thought I just saw. So that's he, exactly he, 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 he invites her up and mm-hmm. she's like, yay, I get to go on stage. And then he says, get her and he has a bunch of people attack her.
0: Yep. Holy cow. That guy should be in jail. That guy should be fucking in prison. He yep. shouldn't have been able to lift that building without getting his ass fucking whooped. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if the girl is white, black. Asian.
1: It does not matter. It doesn't. Guy, girl, doesn't matter. He incited violence on someone, on the. Okay, there's that. But he incited violence on someone with a false pretense of, you know, something cool. Yeah, like hey, come up on stage. Everybody knows if you get to go up on stage, that's awesome at a show, right? Like oh my god, I was on with the band. No matter how big it is. He pulls her up and he says, "Get her." Yep. That that is that, that is despicable.
0: And this right here. And the reason why I, one of the reasons is one, this is our culture today. Mm -hmm. This is what our young men or women are watching is this shit right here. I don't know how many 19.1 million views this thing got 19. And I, it doesn't show the con. Well, maybe you could, but you know, um, you know, it, it, the comments, I don't, there's a lot more comments. Uh, but there was a lot of them saying fuck yeah man this is cool this is it's like whoa that is wild like we understand what we're doing to this country right now we're ripping our fucking country apart
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know we are losing and uh, we're losing a battle 100% and our battle starts with these young men and women yep. you know in this video yep. you know one They're
1: destroying our own country 100%
0: it, that and that's what uh tiktok mm-hmm. I thought this was originally TikTok, but fuck TikTok too. Uh, China's got to figure it out, man. Yeah. You know? I agree. I agree. China's got to figure it out. They're like, hey, how do we ruin America? Social media and let them do stupid ass dance moves. Yeah. And guess what? They'll fucking do. They'll do TikTok. And China uses it as an educational tool. You don't see none of that shit.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't get, I mean, China is so bizarre, man. (laughs) They're smart. Let's just leave it at that. They They know what they're doing. They know
0: exactly what they're doing, (laughs) man. What are, how, as a father, how do you bring somebody up into this day and age right now, man?
1: I I
0: am terrified of it,
1: honestly. Like, I know how bad it is now. When my son's an adult, when my daughter's an adult, it's going to be that much worse. I'm terrified. It's, it's You have to raise them right in the home. That's where it starts. Yep. Because I know when he leaves the home or when she leaves the home, they have what I've implanted in them. Not implanted, but I've taught them. I've instilled in them. Been Like, let me show you what this can be. Because when you go out there, they're going to bombard you with what they think it is. Right? It, but let me show you what the, the world can be. It can be kind. It can be nice. It can be, you can have belief systems and not be penalized for them. You can, you can live in this world that did exist at one point and America has destroyed it or America is internally destroying right now. And it's funny because I think about third world countries, right? you know who cares if you are black, white, Asian, uh, gay, straight, whatever, first world countries. In a third world country, yeah, there are some countries that you can be criminally prosecuted for those certain things. But guess what? When someone is worried about where their dinner is coming from that day, they don't give a crap about the latest TikTok video. Yeah. They they worry about real sustainable life problems. Survival. Yeah. And that's that that's almost a purity of life because they're worried about today today. And they're not worried about what's on TikTok or what's on X. They don't give a crap. They ask them to see their cell phone. They're like, I don't. I don't. I don't have a cell phone. I, in fact, this conversation is going to have to wait because I have to go work the rice fields. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it's a pure way of life, and I've always been fascinated by it. I've traveled the world, and I've seen people growing plants in in Africa. I've seen workers in Haiti trying to fill the day. I've seen Thailand, Vietnam. I've seen these people that are so re- removed from that first world country, and I almost envy them because of what they have. It's crazy because you may look at them and be like, "Oh, they're so poor," but their quality of life might be better than ours and not even know it. How bizarre! What, what is that? do you mean by that? Because they're not they, their quality of life. Like maybe they're having trouble feeding themselves, mm-hmm. but their purity of mind maybe is they're so focused on simple daily goals that what's happening on TikTok has no place in their life, has no relevance. I, I when I was in Africa. I was in a house and there was no lights. I looked around, I was like, no lights, no light switches, no lights. I said, what do you do when it gets dark? He said, go to sleep. And I was like, what? He got, uh, that, that's so foreign to us as Americans. When it gets dark, cool, you turn on the TV, you turn on the computer, you fire up your phone, you go on the internet. No, go to sleep. And I was like, the purity of how simple that is, is amazing. That is, that's it, beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, you, 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 without even recourse, go to sleep. What else you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you looked I at know. me like I was dumb, and I was like, "Oh, wow,
0: yeah, okay, you're right." <laughs> That's so. So, did you just like fuck it? All right, I'm going to yeah. sleep. I was like, and okay. then sleep for ten hours.
1: Yeah, and then you just lay there because you know, as Americans, were so like. I mean, I'll be honest. Though, my bedtime now is between eleven and one every day. Yeah. So I'm clearly up many hours into the darkness. Right. So I'm laying there in the dark, just going, do, 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 do. "What do I do now?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. But and, he's asleep, and then guess what? At the Crack of dawn when the sun comes up, he's up and I'm literally like, Ugh. you know. And I was like, wow, what a, what a change of pace!
0: What an interesting thing. That, that's an interesting perspective. And yeah. they probably they probably are better off. Yeah, they are better off. But this is this stuff is 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 a mental illness, man. This oh, it, yeah. we're we're creating our own demise mm-hmm. with this. Yep. And uh, advancing. I mean, because we all fucking we all do. If you're a business owner and you're trying to get business. You have to have some kind of social media following. Uh, absolutely. You know, you have to.
1: It's 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 absolutely necessary.
0: And it's wild because I hate fucking social media. Yeah. I hate it. I talked to Tony and I was like, fuck, I got to post this shit. Yeah.
1: You know,
0: trying to find ways to skirt around posting stuff. So it's automated. So I don't have to get on there, but yeah, it's funny too. To.
1: Cause not only is it a post, but it's gotta be in, engaging. It's gotta be intellectual. It's gotta be quippy. It's gotta be funny. It's gotta yeah. be this, that. So I, I'm good at taking pictures because I have a, a art minded brain. I, I see stuff when I can take a picture and so. but then I got to write a caption. And I'm just like, ugh, what do I say about this? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I I'm with you. It's it,
0: well, I don't have any of that. Yeah. yeah dude. I, yeah, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, uh, fucking 90 year old with a phone <laughs> you know I don't even put filters on it yeah. i just like yep that's good enough
1: yep you know that'll do
0: yeah well but then again you're dealing with thousands and thousands and thousands of videos mm-hmm. you know and our kids today are seeing this day in and day out and it's affecting our their mental health yeah and absolutely. this is our next generation yep that I'm so fucking scared I agree I mean I don't even know what we're I have no idea what we're gonna do man yeah you know, it, it,
1: it's as scary as it is right now. When our kids are adults, it's going to be worse, way worse. And that's what scares me. Right now, it's tolerable, it's handleable. You can teach the right and wrong. But when the the sliding scale goes so far right, all of a sudden seems way over here. Whereas right now, right and wrongs right here.
0: Well, it's not even. It, it, you're one hundred percent right, and it does start in the home, mm-hmm. and that's where we have to really start. I was uh, my daughter. Was I, I was talking to my daughter. I was listening to a podcast, and she's like, "What is this alpha male stuff?" I'm like, "What? I'm like, what are you talking about?" She's like, "Oh, this is all alpha male." I'm like, "What? What's an alpha male?" You know? And she kind of just like, "Oh, well, it's this guy." I was like, "Well, tell me what you think an alpha male is." Yeah. And she just off the wall explanation. I can't even remember what she said. I was like, "Fucking hey!" I was like, "What?" I was like, "You're so far off." You know? Uh, I go, "If if you listen to this person." He's actually giving you sound advice. He's trying to teach you something. Yeah, he's a little bit louder. Yeah, but that's okay. That's yeah. not. mean, he's alpha male. That doesn't mean he's like oh. Uh, but we're reverting back into. We're not reverting back into. It's they're teaching toxic maxu- masculinity mm-hmm. in schools, on apps, mm-hmm. and these kids just fucking got this shit in their faces. Yep. Twenty four seven and uh, like taking taking this stuff away. Now I've limited it. Yeah. And my kid's like, nope, fuck that. Yeah. Like this is, you're limiting. Like I took YouTube off TV, off our TVs, uh, the whole nine yards just because it's poison, man. Yeah. Straight up poison. Might as well just be it, like alcohol.
1: We, I was just talking to a friend of mine about the toxicity of YouTube, right? You can go on YouTube and watch a clip of a cartoon that my son loves. Cool, got it. But then you can go on YouTube and look up what's almost killings, rape, uh, prostitution, blah, blah, blah. You can find all the, the stuff that you don't want to expose your kids to on YouTube and it's just as easy as clicking the next video and eventually it goes downhill. Yep.
0: And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did you even get to this video? And he's like, I don't know. And This is kids. Yeah. And you have parental controls on it. Yeah. But I do love YouTube though.
1: It, I, don't get me wrong. It, YouTube is a huge tool, but there's people that do bad. But and also,
0: people that also, put bad stuff on when I say I love YouTube. I'm being sarcastic. Because... That's okay. But if we go on there and say, fuck Joe Biden.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you're the bad guy.
0: The bad yeah, guy. You just uh, said that.
1: You're the bad guy. Get off.
0: Uh, now I'm getting shadow banned. I'm getting banned. Mm-hmm. My page is getting removed. Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. But rapings, killings, violence. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You want to be a farmer? You want to learn about firearms. <laughs> you showed a real gun. No, can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually a thing. So
1: but- a buddy just told me, I'm learning. He told me the 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 video of loading a gun on YouTube is not allowed. The video of loading a the gun. The actual the the site process of loading the gun is not allowed. You can have the gun loaded and you can shoot the gun. You just cannot show the loading of the gun. No kidding. Yeah. You can have a suppressor on the gun, but you cannot show putting the suppressor
0: on the gun. And rumble, like, <laughs> rumble. Go to rumble. Yeah, like, Support oh rumble. Gosh, dude, that's that's fucking wild, man. Yeah. Uh, quick, man. What is three things gun owners should do, or if you think about being a gun owner,
1: training, hundred percent training. Um, if you're thinking about a CCW in San Diego, apply right now, right now. As you're listening to this, pause. Go apply in in the San Diego. Uh, County, because the uh, appointments are about a year and a half out. So if you apply right now, it'll be a year and a half till you actually have your first appointment. So wow. apply, okay. that's number two. Number three, well, the training, apply for your CCW, and three, get involved.
0: What do you and, mean? And How I, don't, do you mean get I don't mean
1: get involved as in like, go to your local range. I mean, get involved. We're going to lose this gun battle in the court system if no one helps. Everyone always says, oh, he'll do that. Oh, oh, the guys who run this will do that. Oh, the guys who run the gun store of do that. That's not true. We need all of your help. You need to join like the San Diego County gun owners. You need to join the FPC. You need to join and help these companies that are fighting for your rights. Don't let, don't think it's a, that's someone else's job. If you are a gun owner or you're thinking about being a gun owner, fight for your rights to do so. And that's a huge one. But a lot of people think, and I was like that for a long time. I owned guns, but I didn't know how to get involved. Search it out, seek it out. Be a part of it, you know, go to your local gun shop and ask them like, hey, where do I get involved? And if that's volunteering time, if it's paying a little bit every month to help fight court cases, court cases are not free. Lawyers yeah. are not free. You know, we need to pay for that. As gun owners, I'm a part of this team and we all need to be a part of it. So that that's that's a huge one is get involved. Everyone always thinks, oh, I have a gun, big deal. No, no, no. But you might wake up one morning as a felon because you weren't involved with the whole thing leading up to that.
0: Dude, you've you nailed it on the head, man. You have to get involved. Mm-hmm. You know, so go seek it out, man. Go talk to the guys at the gun store. They're going to tell you where you need to go. Yeah. They're going to tell the organizations that you need to be a part of, you know, uh, donate a little bit of time, a little bit of money. All that goes a long way. You know, you know, fucking 5,000 people donate a hundred bucks. You know, what do you have? You have 50, you know, towards our court cases. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so we need that. You know, big time. Fuck, I think I just fucked the math up on that.
1: Yeah, but I've always said you know? there's 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 two things, time and money, right? Yeah. If you don't have one, you I bet you got
0: some of the other. I, you do. You know? You do. And most of us have a little bit of both. Yeah. No matter how busy we get, we have a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on how important this is to you. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, they they are going for our guns. And if you don't get involved... Well, we got fucking Venezuela on our hands. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, the yeah. framework's there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You, you could see exactly how they went down and how the steps. Yep. Th- and we're, we're doing that. Uh-huh. It's so crazy. It's so scary, man. Yeah. Just seeing this country, just imploding. Yeah. Um, where do they find you at
1: barelytraining.com All right. And then we're on all the socials, all right. uh, Instagram, barely training co for barely training company. And, uh, just check us out.
0: Yeah. YouTube, same thing. hmm
1: Barely trading co. Yeah.
0: Yep. I love that fucking logo, dude, too. Thank you. Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's on hey, the back. Speaking of
1: which, here, I got a shirt for you. So there's the logo right there.
0: That's fucking sick. The bear with nods. Dude, I love it. Yeah. I saw that and saw you saw this coming out. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it. Also, uh, I got you something too, man. Uh I think you drink coffee, right? I do, yeah. You got a grinder? I do. Zero Dark 30, man. Okay. It's an espresso roast. Ooh. Um, nice. so that's for you, man. Cool. Thank you for coming yeah. on the show. Yeah. Thank I for really appreciate me. you know the knowledge that you have dropped and just the conversation, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's gonna be ever evolving. And we want to keep in contact, man. Yeah. Absolutely. You'll be back on. We'll bring you guys out in the range. All of you. Let's do it, man.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Have fun. Number one, have fun. That Number have two, fun. Train
0: hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you everybody for watching. Uh Lee with barely training co. Go check him out. He's badass. Uh, Also, thanks to Next Level Lending Man for hooking us up. And again, you like us, you see what we're doing, uh, go to Patreon, show some love and support. So until next time, keep it badass. Thank you for tuning in to Coffee Conversations, a badass podcast. If you like what we're doing, go to our Patreon show some support. We have exclusive content and giveaways over there. And please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the content that we're putting out. Until next time.